Folks have said that you can't fix stupid, so if you can't fix it, you may as well make fun of it. I'm Eric Lane, and this is my stupid world. Given a piece of my mind to so many people, it's a wonder I've still got a mind left. So if you find leftovers appetizing, there's plenty of them to go around. It's the perfect diet if you're going insane from everything going on in this stupid world. And it's created using Anchor. Anchor makes recording and sharing audio as simple as talking on the phone. Whether you're capturing your own voice, taking call-ins from listeners, conducting remote interviews with anyone, or broadcasting full-length songs from Apple Music or Spotify, find out more at anchor.fm. Everybody is going, uh, I guess, bonkers. I won't say bonkers. They're 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 definitely um, chatting a lot. There's been a lot of talk about um, Ellen DeGeneres. Now, okay, let me just first tell you. I I, <laughs> I guess of all of the entertainment people that's out there especially the entertainment people that are in the LGBTQ, ABCDEFG group, um, I'm probably going to be able to digest Ellen DeGeneres better than any of them. I think probably because Ellen doesn't rub it in my face about what she is or who she is or what she does. And really, I don't rub it in anybody else's face about the fact that I'm heterosexual and have been married going on 25 years and you know I don't I don't I don't rub it in anybody's face um I don't really rub the fact about it any, uh, you know that I'm anything other the only thing that I rub in people's faces is the fact that Arkansas State University Red Wolves is the best college football team on the planet I only say that because I'm an alumnus of the school that's really the only thing I rub in people's faces okay but okay the the whole thing with with Ellen is um, what she said on her show. Really, I think this is really a great example of just our society in general. And she got caught up in the fish fishnet of all of it, um, which is pretty funny. In case you don't know what I'm talking about, well. Um, Let's just give you a little excerpt from what she said on her show and how this all came about. During the game, they showed a shot of George and me laughing together. And uh, so people were upset. They thought, why is a gay Hollywood liberal sitting next to a conservative Republican president? Here's the thing. I'm friends with George Bush. In fact, I'm friends with a lot of people who don't share the same beliefs that I have. We're all different, and I think that we've forgotten that that's okay that we're all different. Just because I don't agree with someone on everything doesn't mean that I'm not going to be friends with them. When I say be kind to one another, I don't mean only the people that think the same way that you do. I mean be kind to everyone. Doesn't matter. So what's up with this whole kindness thing about being kind? Okay, well... It doesn't take a whole lot of effort to be kind. And I must say that, hey, you know what? I may not agree with Ellen's politics. I don't agree with Ellen's sexual orientation or her lifestyle. Um, I agree with Ellen's message. 
I think a lot of people do. And just because Ellen DeGeneres happens to say it doesn't mean that it is less true than if, let's say, Billy Graham or anybody of credibility, Donald Trump, if Donald Trump said it, okay, a lot of folks would say, well, you know, I can't agree with what Ellen said because, you know, of what of the of the way she is, of the kind of person that she is, of the, the what she believes. So I can't really, I can't really, you know, get on board with this because it, it, it came from Ellen. So let me just ask, put put something out here about your about your ID. Um, everyone's talking about you know. A voter ID, talking about someone's ID. You're getting your ID stolen, you know. Uh, now, at least in Pennsylvania, um, the big thing here was real ID, you know. So you can use your driver's license to get on domestic air aircraft now that you have a real ID, then we really know who you are. You know, you're not going to be pretending somebody that you're not. So you have to pay a little extra money to the state of Pennsylvania to get to, to prove that to them that you are who you say you are. It's really pretty sad when you actually have to prove to somebody that you are who you say you are, <laughs> you know, because our world has gotten so virtual, we don't know what truth really is anymore, even unless we read it on the Internet, and then we're not really sure that it's true either. We're not even sure that it's true when we see it on the evening news because the evening news may have done some fancy editing to make you think that it was true when it really isn't. Or you might read it in the paper, and the paper has done some fancy journalistic writing, leaving out certain points. So now, the truth, what is the real ID of a person, is always in question. We don't know whether a person is being real or not. And Ellen is being real. I think Ellen is being very real. And it's all about being kind. It's so simple. You know, just because Ellen happens to say something like this, it's funny because, you know, some conservatives or evangelicals don't like what she said because, well, it's Ellen. You know, she's a lesbian. She's living with another woman. She's espousing, you know, a sinful lifestyle. Okay, I'm not going to dispute any of that. But just because Ellen said it doesn't mean that it's not true, even when the facts are that it is true. It's like saying, well, I'm not going to believe truth when spoken by a jackass. But yet in the Old Testament, Balaam was confronted with God speaking through a jackass. And my feeling is if God can use a jackass to get his message across, he can use anybody he wants to, including me or including you or including Ellen. Do you think God used Ellen <clears throat> to get his message across? Now, there's a good topic for a sermon. I don't know. God uses Ellen DeGeneres to talk about his message of being kind. Wow. That's a... Uh, that's a stretch, but God has been known to, um, let's just say, operate out of the box. I'm not saying he operates out of his own confines because God is sovereign. God can do whatever he wants to. 
And if God chooses to use Ellen DeGeneres to get his message across to everybody, that's his prerogative. But let's talk about this whole thing about being kind. It doesn't take a lot of effort to do that. In fact, uh, it takes no effort. It, it, because it takes more effort to be right than it does to be kind. Let that sink in for just a minute. I follow a really, I mean, I'm not a book reader. I don't read, you know, I very rarely do. I just go out and buy a book. I just, I like skimming over the internet, skimming through articles. Because, you know, being in, in broadcasting, that's what I do. I skim through things, pick out little morsels to talk about on the radio. So I, I really, um, that's kind of, that's what I do. I'm not a deep reader, but I've read a few books. And the ones I do read, I really digest. In fact, um, Gregory Thornberry's book on Larry Norman is a book, good, good book I would recommend to anybody. It's just an amazing book. And, and uh, Gregory is an amazing author and did some amazing research on Larry Norman. So if you're... You know, want to read more about the godfather, grandfather of Christian rock. That's a good book to check out. Another author that I've read a lot of, and I, when I say a lot, I'm not talking, but the author's name is Shanti Felton. I read about Shanti actually because I was skimming <laughs> through articles on the Internet. And she wrote an article that was... Um, I guess, summarized into a brief online magazine article from Crosswalk.com several years ago. Um, and she uh, was writing about, I guess, some marriage tips and about the fact that the um, statistics that, you know, divorce rates are accelerating even in the church well, she disputes that because, according to her research, that's not true. But the article was so well written, it piqued my interest. So I began looking into this Shanti Felton. I picked up her book about um, the about how to have highly happy marriages, and she writes the book not from the perspective of talking to people and how they saved their failing marriage. She talked to people that were in current successful marriages and asked them, what are you doing to keep it successful? And the odd thing about it is most of the people she talked with didn't even realize that they were in a successful marriage. You see what I'm saying? They were just doing what they normally would do. But Shanti, I, I appreciate her um, her voracious uh, goal at research. And it's not about some consultant that's done some sort of, a, you know, this is about, this is, this is detailed research with individuals that, that are determined, that are focused. A lot of them are at her seminars that she does. And she writes based upon this research. She's done several books on both marriage, parenting, relationships. Her and her husband both have written some really good books. I read at least two books from her, one by her husband. 
Um, I recommend any book she puts out. I really do. She recently has put out a book, and she has launched a campaign on being kind. And I would love to see maybe um, someone like Ellen invite Shanti Feldhahn onto her show. She would probably get a lot of flack because Shanti Feldhahn speaks a lot to evangelical and Christian groups, so that would probably put Ellen in a rather uncomfortable position with all of her peers. I'm sure Rosie O'Donnell would have a snit fit over something like that, but nevertheless, what Shanti has put together is a 30-day kindness challenge, and this is in the show notes. I'll put the websites in the show notes, and, and I'll even put links for her books in the show notes also, so you can check it out, because... I really think you should check these books out. Um, her 30-Day Kindness Challenge, she says, is a much-needed movement of kindness. It's led by many influential organizations. 89% of relationships improve if you pick a person with whom you want a better relationship. And then, for 30 days, say nothing negative about that person, either to them or about them to anyone else. Each day, find one positive thing you can praise or affirm about that person and tell them. And tell someone else. And each day, do one small act of kindness or generosity for them. Do that for 30 days. And she even has a website, which again, I will put up, jointhekindnesschallenge.com. Um, you can do a challenge for anyone. You can do a challenge for your spouse. You can do a challenge for your children, your, for, for work. I mean, and you can actually get up and sign up. You can do partners. You can do groups. You can do assessments. Okay. Um, and it's pretty amazing. Um, and I, I'm checking out the, the FAQs, um, and some of the questions are pretty interesting. One is, uh, what if my person does not notice? You know, it's kind of interesting because sometimes we'll do something kind for somebody, but we want them to notice that we've done something kind. Well, her response to that is, don't let that discourage you. Some relationships take more time to heal than others. The challenge is about changing your own heart and attitudes. So focus on what you can control and not on the target person's reaction if it's not what you'd hope for. See, it's not about just you. It's about the effort of being kind. She has a book, The Kindness Challenge, 30 Days to Improve Any Relationship. And you can take an assessment. What is your KQ? What is your kindness quotient? You know, we, we want to know where we stand on this. You know, do you sabotage important relationships and you don't even know it? So it's really, I, I, I think it's just a, a, a great website. Um, and she's got a lot of... Uh, people that have come on board endorsing this so yeah so if you want to be like ellen and try to be kind 
I think taking this 30-day kindness challenge from Shanti Felton might be the thing. But I think here's the catch. A lot of times we say, well, you know, I don't, I don't think it's a good idea to do this whenever I disagree with a person's lifestyle. They've got to change their lifestyle. Um, because if I do this, I'm going to be endorsing what they're doing. No, you're not. You're not going to be endorsing anything. I, I've got friends that are Facebook friends. I've got real-life friends that are gay. I don't endorse their lifestyle. I, I, it's total polar opposite of what I endorse. But that doesn't mean that I can't be kind to them. That doesn't mean I'm supporting it. Does it mean Jesus supported an adulteress who was about to get stoned? Does that make Jesus agree with adultery? I mean... I think that's a lot of times that we, what we're more concerned about is what others are going to think about us. What will somebody else think about me if I do this? And really, is that the point? Is that really the point that um, I've got to look over my shoulder to see who's looking before? I like I like really what um, uh, the great comic of the Grand Old Opry, Jerry Clower, he's a fantastic man. I got to meet him once as a kid. He just lays it out there. If you don't like it, then that's fine. He tells a story about a couple of deacons in a church talking about the fact that another deacon had kind of fallen off the turnip truck, you might say, had come upon hard times. And so the one deacon comes up and says, I think we should all go out and pay a visit uh, and help and help out this brother Charles or whatever the guy's name is. Let's go and see if we can go help help brother Charles. You know, and the other deacon says, "Well, I want to know what the sorry sucker did did before I help him." And Jerry says, "Well, let's just pick us up a bunch of rocks and go out and stone him." Because a lot of times that's what we do. And now you know we've got this mob mentality online where a person can be in a sense, excoriated online for no real apparent reason. And I don't need to bring up examples because there's you're probably thinking of some examples right now. We don't think about what it's like to be kind. We don't think about it. The first thing, we, we go for the lowest common denominator. We, we automatically do that. And is that that's really not where our society is headed. We automatically think, the worst possible outcome. So, you know, it doesn't take a lot of effort to be kind. It takes probably, as I said, more effort to be defensive, to be outraged. It takes burns a lot more energy, and it certainly takes a lot more of a toll on your age. It'd be great if somebody were to say, you know, by being kind, you could look 20 years younger. I would love for somebody to come out and do that. We have the recipe to looking 20 years younger, and that is by simply being kind. <laughs> I wonder if that would affect anybody. You know, in, in, in the South, where I grew up, we had persimmon trees. If you've never seen a persimmon, I'm, I mean, I, I can eat a persimmon. They're okay. I wouldn't make a meal out of them, but they're a nice treat. Persimmons grow on trees, and they usually ripen about this time of the year, right about the time the first good frost comes in October. 
that's kind of the sign of fall in the south as you go out picking persimmons. Persimmons, when they're ripe and they're still hanging on the tree and not dropped to the ground, they look like small orange mini pumpkins. And you want to eat them when they're just a little soft. And inside is this dark plum-looking purplish fruit. And it's kind of, uh, it's not crunchy, it's kind of creamy, but it's got a real sweet flavor, unique, kind of a sweet flavor. They're really good, but you don't want to eat them before they're ripe. If you got a green persimmon, you will have a reaction. Uh, it, 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 there's a, a drawing agent in those green persimmons that you begin to feel your mouth start to shrink and you pucker. <laughs> so the story is if somebody has got a scowl on their face, then the question is, have you been sucking on green persimmons? A lot of us look like we've been eating green persimmons. And I would love to see someone say that, you know, if you don't want to look like an old scowly person that looks like you've been sucking on green persimmons, be kind, you know, try being kind to somebody. And you might see a reverse in the aging process. It'd be amazing, some of the things we can pull up with. But but I got to give props to, to, to Ellen for what she said. And I don't mind my, you know, somebody maybe taking my spiritual ID and saying, well, you know, how can a Christian and, you know, agree with and endorse what someone like Ellen DeGeneres, you know, you know, you're agreeing with her. Look, I agree with what she said. I don't agree with her life. I don't agree with her, her aspect on spirituality. There's a lot of things I disagree with her, but you know what? I could, I could probably sit down and have a delightful conversation with Ellen DeGeneres or anybody else that are like, that's like that. I've actually got a, a, a friend of mine that is on my Facebook um, that he and I both went to college together, and he was as big of a yellow dog Democrat back in college as he is now, maybe even more so. And, you know, we spar a little bit back and forth on a few things. But, and, and it's funny because he can be very smug. He could just be really, I mean, to the point that, you know, his answers, they're long and drawn out, bloviating about all sorts of stuff on the, the liberal agenda. And I don't need to go into detail. And it's really hilarious because there's people that will read this and it inflames them to see his, you know, how he has such a smug reply. And I've actually had people from high school and college and beyond, you know, engage this guy. And it's fun to watch, you know. First off, he's not going to change. Because if I can talk somebody into something, somebody else can talk them out of it, <laughs> okay? You're not going to win any battles convincing anybody in a Facebook flame war. I just go on for sport. You know, I go on really for sport more than anything else. But people have sent me private messages and saying, how can do you, how do you keep this guy on as a friend? Why do you continue, you know, because he is a friend. I mean, I've complimented his kids, wished him a happy birthday. I don't agree with his politics at all. 
but it doesn't take that much effort to just be kind. And and really, I I really hope this thing that with with Ellen kind of spreads a little bit, even in, into all areas: politics, church, social life, work. Um. You know, if, if somebody wanted to change, if somebody really was curious about my thought about something, they're going to come to me and ask, and I'll tell them. They're going to really want. It's kind of like you know, um, in 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 the Bible when Jesus says, "If you really are looking for me, seek me, and you will find me." And I think that's really a truth with anything. If you really want the truth about something bad enough, seek it, and you will find it. So I, no one is going to change because someone got beat over the head with it, you know. So um, and and if they don't change, then that, that's fine too. I mean, it's the nice thing is no one's going to stand in judgment before me, which probably is good for both me and the person. So, um, I, I, you you're not going to um, affect your spiritual identification because you know what there's a lot of people I, that there's a lot of good points made in let's say mormonism that are very good i do not agree with mormonism i don't recognize mormonism as a legitimate christian denomination there'll be people that will probably challenge me on that i say bring it on I don't look at them as a legitimate Christian organization. They're spiritual. They might incorporate a lot of Christian values, but they're not a legitimate Christian group. But they've made a lot of good points as far as family, as far as being kind, as far as a lot of things that the Mormons teach a lot of things that are wholesome and moral. And you know what? Um, no matter who speaks the truth, all truth is God's truth. Because God is true. That's all there is to it. Without God, there would not be truth. So it doesn't really matter who is speaking the truth. Because if truth is being spoken, God is being God is speaking through that truth. Even if that truth is coming from Ellen DeGeneres. So I'm let me let me challenge folks to take that. 30-day kindness challenge from Shanti Feldhahn. Again, the website is uh, jointhekindnesschallenge.com. I'll put the website in the show notes. Put some links to Shanti's uh, books. Check out some of her books, too. Don't do it just because I told you to. No, and maybe you should. Just, yeah, do it because I told you to. Why not? Because if you don't, then I'm going to unfriend you on Facebook. So... <laughs> Um, and if you don't agree with me, then you can unfriend me on Facebook too. Um, I don't care. But um, remember, remember, your my my identification is not found in my, my the party I belong to. My ID is not found in the church I belong to. My ID is not found in the job that I'm doing. My ID is not found in anything other than my identification is found. In me, it's just me and, and my relationship with God. And frankly, that's that's all that I care about. It's all that I really um, 
am, am striving for. Uh, I, I want I want to um, reflect God. I want to reflect um, what God has created me for. Um, and God created everybody to be an individual like that. God created everybody to glorify him. I mean, why do you think they crucified Jesus? Because he did not agree with the current uh, religious um, popular belief system, I guess. That, um, that's, that's really why. And, and I think um, we can all learn some lessons from that. So, um, yeah, you go, Ellen. Um, let's all learn to be kind and uh, chill out. Kong, ki chong, kong, kong, ki chong, kong, 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 Thanks for sticking it out through my stupid world. And if you're feeling a bit crazy, I hope you'll follow me on Facebook or Twitter at Insane Eric Lane. And visit InsaneEricLane.com. And if you're feeling a bit insane and want to make your own podcast, you can do it with Anchor, the easiest way to make a podcast ever. The only platform where you can publish to major podcast outlets like Apple Podcasts and Google Play Music with a single tap of a button on your phone. Whether you're capturing your own voice, taking call-ins from listeners, conducting remote interviews with anyone, or broadcasting full-length songs from Apple Music or Spotify, Available today for iOS and Android, and it's 100% free, entirely mobile, and so easy to use that literally anyone can make a podcast, even me. Find out more at anchor.fm.